something tonight that's slightly different and that we're going to devote um, a good deal of the time to looking at a text which we usually don't do yeah but I hope you'll bear with me uh, I'm sure you heard of the, Rab- the Rabbeinu Tam and he's uh, Probably the author of what you're looking at. Tysus. Tychotysis. Okay. Hamida Ashishis. On the right hand side, the um, bottom bottom paragraph. Okay, now just um, to very briefly summarize what we did last week, we said we're going to talk about the ability to deal with adversity, with Yisurim. We gave a definition for Yisurim. We spoke about the, yis, y, y, the shorish of yisurim, yisurim, the benefits of Yisurim, what it does for you. Okay. Now let's take a look. But the, the main point we want to know is not a shmuiz on how Yisurim builds a person. That's true. But what we're meeting about is how do you cope with it? Because like all the shyness, it can make you worse or it can make you better. Um, there's a Jew who lives in Beit Shemesh. His name is Osher Resnik. Osher Resnik once said, Osher Resnik is a great Jew. I, I, uh, I, revere, I revere, I respect him very much. He said, if you see someone who's passionate about emuna, or passionately against emuna, it's not a surprise if you went through the Holocaust. You should get passionate about something. But if he was in Auschwitz, so then that either makes you or breaks you. And how you will survive whether Auschwitz will break you or Auschwitz will make you. Now, we don't look for Nishanis. We don't look for adversity. But our subject is how to cope with it. The people who made it, who grew, you know, there are three, three types of reactions in the concentration camp. One was people became much worse. They wanted to steal someone else's bread, even though the other person might die because of it. But, that's the way it is. That's life. There were people who checked out. They went into la-la land. They went into fantasy worlds. They couldn't cope with the reality. They lost their minds or turned off completely. They blew out. It's like a body when it has too much pain. It goes into shock. It doesn't feel anything anymore. It's too much. And then there was the third group that became like Malochim. 
they lived in reality and they're able to cope with reality because reality is always good because it's Ratzon Hashem. There's three different reactions. I mentioned once this book, To Slay a Dragon. If you can get through that book in one sitting, something's wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. How could you read such a book in one sitting? You should break down after every couple of pages. It should take you about a year to read it. So she brings, she was the uh, Beisak of girl in Auschwitz. And she there's a Gemara in Brachis that said that a person should never give up a feel cherv chadum nechas al tzavor shalodam al yimnes atzim in If a person has a sword on his throat, the sword is very sharp, and the throat is very, very, very delicate, don't give up. That's what Chizkiya um, told the Shai when he told him it's too late. Kach mekublayim yibes aviyaba. He said ben omots kalei nuvos chavitzei. Finish say what you got to say and get out of here. Because I have a kabbalah from the Zayda from David Melech that you never give up. I feel chev chad menachta serve shaladam. You don't give up. So they learned a different shot. These beis Yaakov girls. Even if a sharp sword is on a person's throat, don't give up from doing rachamim to somebody else. Ayim ne'asatsem in a rachamim for someone else. These people became very great. They became angels. What was the difference? The difference is, did it, did it knock them over? Something that's unexpected knocks you over. You didn't expect that to happen. The people who lived with Hemuna lived with being able to know everything the Yibanishon does is for the good. <coughs> so when they end up in Auschwitz, Hashem Yirachim doesn't break them. We're not looking for it. But you will find that most of the success in life is preparing beforehand while it's still quiet. We mentioned this Fasemis that says that there were seven years of plenty before the years of hunger in Egypt. The beginning of Pashas Mikesh, the second piece, says, just like in Egypt, there was years of plenty before years of hunger. So also, in every person's life, there's quiet time. Work it out. Don't waste the time. Work it out. Get your hashkafa. Get your muna. Get your... Get your... Uh, Get, you, get yourself together while still quiet. There's a Bach and Shiva who actually listened to what I said, which is like, you know, that's a gosh, to shock. I said to learn something for 10 minutes a day. Just, well, just 10 minutes a day. Built with Chazara built in. So he did it for the last 15 weeks. Whoa. He's more than halfway through Sefer Yoshua, and he knows it. So besides the chizik, that a person sees what he can do, with 10 minutes a day, something else happens. There's a life change. No matter where you are in life, 10 minutes you have. Many people have an hour, an hour and a half. Some people are shifted by Hashem. Many people do other things. And many hours are taken up with other things. But when a person knows what he can do with 10 minutes, he'll be a pentair for life. Because whenever he's able to, he learns 10 minutes, wow, 10 minutes, without neurosis, without going crazy. Just 10 minutes, 10 minutes is time. 
So he knows it. How does he know it? So it's all in the preparation. And there's a lot to say on that, but I want to stick to the subject. Hamida Hashishis. The fourth Mida that affects a person's Yerushamayim, his Avodis Hashem, Hakoyrois, happenings, Vatlois, and travail. That's a hard word for you. And all the suffering. Yeah? Haboyis Abnei Adam that happened to people. Konchidushim, new things, unexpected things. Royim, bad, or toivim, or good. There's a Mephushi Yeted Neman from yesterday or today that a homeless fellow somewhere in Hungary won over $2 million, which is a fortune in Hungary. He's a wealthy man now. Most people that happens to, it's bad. Because they don't know what to do with it. It's like after the, after the Holocaust and the British, American soldiers came in, they gave out chocolate, they gave out rich food to these uh, survivors, and they died. They died like flies. The body couldn't take it. Most people who win huge prizes, they don't have to do with the money, and they get all kinds of new friends, all kinds of business deals, and, and they buy all kinds of crazy things. Okay? So, uh, I, uh, there's a Jew in Muncie named Avi Shulman. Someone here from Muncie? Huh? Okay. I forgive you. So, someone came to him, <coughs> terrified. They had one... The Goyesha neighbor next door had sold them an Irish sweepstakes ticket. So I was dark and show them they bought it. And then they got a call from a bank that they had won uh, an obscene amount of money, 20, 30 million dollars. So they thought it was a prank call. It wasn't. So they came to him terrified. What's going to happen to our family now? We used to have a happy family. Now what's going to happen to us? So he asked me, what should I tell them? Now he doesn't have to ask me anything. Okay? But, um, I don't know. It's scary. So even Tavim. Or Shebimotzar, who'll be in a siege, or Yalamal Gadu, or become very big. All of a sudden, he'll get a very hefty position. Or Yavirachain, he'll make a lot of money. Or Shechel Beshevi, he'll take him a prisoner. Or Yovad Lemomen, he'll lose money. Or Yechle, he'll get sick. Or Yegoyle Meatze, he'll go into Golos. He'll get locked in jail. Or Yomasechel Meavav, one of his friends will die. Kol Eilah Chidushim Varabmakehem, Yatridu Leibnayoda Mevodis Okel. It shakes them up. And they make them forget Avodah Hashem. Oh. So adversity, our subject, is things that are not so savory. What does that mean? It's not so tasty. Yeah? Now, if you wonder why it makes such a big deal about you not, uh, not knowing English, those of you who went to schools that didn't teach you how to speak English, yeah, is because you should never do something half-heartedly. If you're supposed to do it, so do it. Because if you learn to be a schlepper in one thing, you'll be able to carry on to other years of your life also. So that shtoch, yeah, yeah, which is English for that job, yeah, okay, is meant from love. Now, you go back, you do something, do it right. If you're supposed to do it. If you're not supposed to do it, so don't do it. At this time, when these things happened to him, 
a person, anyone would say, who will understand, a chazak or a kill me a chazak, vemunasa kayemes. If he'll be strong, lo yuchlu kol chedushin l'chasim avodas, and none of these chedushim are going to sway him from his avodah, kshe lo yuchlu aruchos, ha chazakos l'achko ha'godol. All the ruches, powerful stormy winds, can't uproot a big mountain. Ul ha'mishon l'kamim, can't move mountains from its place. Someone has strong seichel and strong emuna. None of these things are going to move him. But so hard that we zarbe says, "Let's just be careful when these unexpected things happen." Vieda, you should know. tonight. It's on this condition. Baba brisin alekov. He came. That's his. That's his bris. That's his deal with the rebbeinu once he dedicated himself to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he gave you life. He gave you a chance to earn Chayyolim Haba. He takes care of you. So you want to serve him. Not because he needs you, because you need it. He has to be has to keep the deal. Now he's going to tell you what to do. Think about them before they come. And wait for them. All of these different types of, of stormy winds, good ones, tough ones, Wait for him every day. And he should say in his heart, If these events won't come today, they'll come tomorrow. If they're not going to come tomorrow, they'll come the day afterwards. He's expecting it. We're not talking about pessimism. We're talking about the realization that sudden things can happen, and I'm waiting for them to happen, but I'll be ready. It's like a soldier on guard. Yeah? He's waiting for something to happen. I got on an airplane in Moscow, and I'm sitting in this section over there, and there's a guy standing there. He has these, like, dark glasses that cover his eyes. They're thin, dark glasses. And he's standing there, it's written all over him, I am looking for trouble. So what's he doing there? Until I found out that Bibi Netanyahu was getting on that flight, and he sat actually two seats behind me. I had the schuss to say good morning to him. And he said good morning back. And Shivas. Yeah. So now I know where that guy was there. He's looking around, walking, waiting for trouble. He's ready to pounce. Because anything moves in, the, in a direction he doesn't like. You understand? He's waiting. He's out there ready. That's what, he, that's what the bunch wants from us. Wait. Something might happen. Don't, get, don't be taken by surprise. Look, Shias is there. And when he does this, you ain't over Levi Behem, his eyes and his heart. Are on it. When these events do come, it won't shake him up. It won't make him forget his avoider. He'll find the world 
find they will find him. These uh, uh, events will find him mezuman, prepared to accept them. This is very important. It's a very famous phrase. This world is a a place where there's a lot of difficulties. The name is a dwelling place. Yeah? Hatlois, where there's troubles, there's difficulties. You're looking, waiting for them every second. Who will I make tremble? Who's sure about his world? Nothing bad will ever happen to me. And his peace, his security will always stay. But then when it happens, oh, does he get knocked over? So let's take a few minutes and chew over these words. Yeah? <clears throat> Rabbi Tzaddik says in Rishisei Loyla that there are two major weapons of the Sahara are laziness and surprise. Laniyaz Daiti, laziness is the enemy of Seichel. Someone has to see me, a couple, a program that I teach in. They can't wait till next Friday. So I said, okay, so come tomorrow morning. <coughs> but they're not ready yet with all the protein. So I said, then don't come. Think it through, work it out. <coughs> so the enemy of Seichel is laziness. The enemy of emotion is surprise. That's why you never take kids by surprise. They don't know how to handle it. Not our subject. Try and prepare them for things. You prepare them, they'll handle it. Biggie sight. Not for us now. So over here we're talking about surprise. That's why you have to prepare for surprises. It's not pessimism because this is normal. This is normal. It's supposed to happen. But what happens is that people live in their present. That's why people don't do Chazara. Because right now I know it. So I have to, I have to learn Chazara again. I know it. And because now I know it, I'll know it forever. The only problem is that that's not true. But it doesn't help. Because right now, that's what I feel. The guy says, just one cigarette, that's it. Just one. Yeah? But then he reads the Sivdasa's example, and then he starts coughing. Idiot. But you're living only in the present. So when we talk about difficulties, we're not saying being pessimistic. This is reality. Sometimes you have a difficult kavrusa. Sometimes you marry someone who's a normal female. That's difficulty. I'm serious. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Noshim Uma Acherisim. It's a different nation. They, they're wired different. You're not ready for it. Problem. Are you surprised by it? Problem. And, you know, why do people commit suicide? Because they think it'll never end. So they jump. But that's not true. There's very few things that never end. And that's why a very great professional told me that if someone is suicidal, you have to show them that we haven't tried everything yet. That's the tipul. That's how you deal with them. Of course, you have to get them to somebody who's, you know, 
Okay? They may need medicine. They may need, I don't know, etanim. They may need different places. Yeah? But the sight is, now is not forever. So if now is not forever, so I make use of my time now because I know it's not forever, you live in this bubble called Tyra R. It's a very wonderful bubble. But it's a bubble. If you think it'll always be like this, you're a fool. Because it won't. Because no one wants to stay here as a bacher forever. So once you're married, then the bubble's over. You can try and maintain the bubble, which is a very fine thing. But not the same bubble. So, we also don't become bitter or upset or angry. Because it's not fear. It's not supposed to be this way. Oh, no. It is supposed to be this way. This world is a Gehat Lois. It's an Nevehat Lois. That's what it is. Adversity means resistance. You know, when someone is adverse to something, what does that mean in plain, simple English? When you're adverse to something, it means you have opposition to it. That's what it means. Is that right? It means... Check it out. On three continents, we could check it out. Huh? All right? Adversity means resistance. How much resistance you're going to get in this world? You have a job. There's no other people want that job. Or your boss doesn't like you. Or he expects things from you that are unreasonable, at least in your eyes. A wife. Children. Children, a lot of trouble. You know that? In the beginning, it's physical trouble. You have to get up for them. And then it's financial trouble. And then when they become teenagers, it's trouble, 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 trouble. Understand? When they become teenagers. Today, teenagers about age nine. And mommy's serious. Like, who do you think you are? You know, a kid can say that to a parent today. Oh, well, you're not right. Okay? They do. Be prepared for that. That's the way the world is. There's no easy sugis in life. No easy sugis in the Gemara. You take a period, you take a daf Gemara, I don't know. Gimel Amid Beis in Baba Basra. It's an easy daf. By the list of Inish Bekinishta, Remember in long time in dreams, bygone dreams. Yeah? It's not one of the most difficult dafim in Baba Basa. It's one of the longer dafim. <laughs> anyway, yeah? If you think something's going to be easy, it's a, these are words that prepare you for failure. This is going to be easy. It's a simon that it's not going to work. Because when, when it stops being easy, so then you're all disappointed. You expect it to be this way. You thought it was going to be easy. Nothing is easy. Nothing that's worth doing is easy. There's going to be opposition. Since thing over here, well, no raya. It's screwed in somewhere. If the screw's going real easy, the thing's not going to hold. It's only because there's resistance that it holds. There's not, nothing goes easy. Not in this world. That's why it says, Rabbi Yisrael is tzaddik. The tzaddik, the altar says, has to go through a lot of rice. 
in order to be a tzaddik. Tchilosan ma, v'saifen masak. Tchilosan yisurim, v'saifen shalva. And that's the Rashi, brings the Mechilta in Yisrael. Kol haskolais kashas. All beginnings are difficult. It's part of the mitzvahs of life that you're going to have adversity. Be prepared for it. Now, be prepared for it in a specific way. Other things that could happen to you. And be prepared for it in the general way. General way is Pashremuna. And we'll get into details, Belinada. We will. One of the main, you say this, and this is, I've been this way already. Things have happened that threw me off, and the world did not come to an end. It didn't come to an end. So, adversity, difficulty, even failure, is not a sign that something is wrong. If you keep failing, and it never works out, then something's wrong. Either you're not doing it right, or it's the wrong thing to try, it's, the, it's just not for you. That could be. But, life is difficulty, but this. Progress. If there's no progress at all, as hard as you're trying, then something's wrong. Then that you have to check out. Because generally in life, if you work hard and you're consistent, you go. Like I told a social worker, a school psychologist yesterday, I told her that um, if a kid has 90s and all his courses and has a decent brain and works decently hard, and he consistently gets a 40 in one subject, so it happens to be a learning disability. He's an intelligent person. He does well in all of his subjects. In this subject, doing very poorly. Oh, something's wrong. Find out why. Now, it could be that why is strong enough that you shouldn't do it. That could be. Often, it's just ways that, you know, you have to find another way to do it, that's all. Understand? They find another way to do it. But the adversity itself, the opposition itself, will build you if you expect it. Don't think it's bad. Don't think it's somebody's fault. Who did it? Just, you deal with it. So what we learned tonight is the, what the Rabbeinu Rabbeinu Tam is saying, that when it comes to adversity, expect it. It's something I didn't, I'm ready for. I may not know in detail, sometimes yes. Then you can prepare for it more specifically. Like you go to the airport. So, yes, you have to take in consideration and maybe it'll be an accident. You take in consideration maybe there'll be a traffic jam. Or maybe your car will be pulled over to the side and have a slow, thorough check by the police. All these three things happened to me on the way to Ben-Gurion Airport. All of them. Yeah? So what do you do? You start earlier. I it takes me 20 minutes to check in. And allow. They say, it's enough, Noah. It's enough, Mr. Orlewick. It's enough, an hour and a half. So I come two hours before. You understand? 
The my, my, I prepare for when it's specific, it's easier to prepare. He's talking about things that are not specific. And he's saying another Chiddush, that even good fortune, even good fortune is a challenge. Are you going to be able to handle it? Are you going to become a Balgaivinik? Are you going to become, uh, how do you say, um, you know, start mistreating people? Because uh, I have money, or have a successful career, or have a job. If you're not ready for it, that's what's going to happen. Good fortune could ruin you. Could ruin you. Like it says in Koheles, Yesh Oisha Shamu Levolov Lira Asai. That sometimes a person's wealthy, it's, it's a punishment. It's a punishment. So that's what we learned tonight. So what we need to do, and I, and I would tell you to, um, I would tell you that you should hazardous. Yeah? Go over it again and again until it goes in. So things don't throw you off. Life is full of surprises. You were planning on learning for 15, 20 years, and your wife came to, gave birth to quadruplets. Oh, triplets is enough. You understand? And then she does it again. You have six children. Yeah. We started with twins. The Israeli government sent down someone to follow my wife around, who was all of 20 years old, to find out what she was doing. Why? Because they were doing a study. Yeah? Do mothers of twins need help from the government? Do triplets get help? So she failed. She did too good a job. And they decided they don't need help. Yeah? Just following her around the house. Why'd you do this? And why'd you do that? Because it has to be scientific, you understand? A lot of things could happen. A lot of things could happen. So the broad base preparation is Hashem loves me, He'll take care of me. I've been, we'll, we'll go into details. But right now you should go over this. You should keep it and go over it. And realize that this is the nature of this world. Okay? And it's from a Rishan. Okay, stop here.